Hello, hello, welcome back to What's Your Favorite Juice? This is episode 14, and as you all know, my name is Brunito, or Bruno, or whatever. And man, yo, we have a new guest today, dude. Someone who I consider to be part of the Swedish Umeå gang, dude, even though they don't define themselves as part (laughs) of the Umeå gang. Today, man, I invited a very special guest, bro. And he's Schismatron, bro. Yo, Schismatron, how you doing? Hello, man. Uh, I'm doing great, actually. Just got back home from uh, summer vacation and work uh, up north in uh, Skellefteå, which is close to the Umeå gang. Mm. Good man. to be home. Man, did you meet up with, like, you know, the rest of the Umeå gang, dude? Like, Couch and others? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, first month I was up, maybe even first week or second week, uh, we all met up and had a LAN party. Uh, Saika was also there. Wait, really? Uh, so it was, yeah, Saika went up there, so it was me, Saika, Couch. Wait, is this Blue. like the is this like the LAN that you guys it's, like uh, streamed, or like is this a different yeah. LAN? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's the one we streamed. Yeah. Oh, so it's been a while. It was a while ago that you were like up there then. Yeah, I I went up in uh, early June because I lost my job uh, in Yon shipping due to Corona. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I moved up uh, back home for during the summer uh, to work and uh, to hang out with my family. Oh, but man, wait, so where are you now? Are you in Yonchoping now? Yes. Oh, okay. So you're not, but you're, so you're not leaving Yonchoping despite losing your, your, your job in Yonchoping? No, uh, I got it back. So. Oh, you got good. it back. Oh, so you're chilling there. Yeah. Yeah. You work at the... Uh, the uh, Apple thing, right? The phone thing. Uh, well, during the summer, I worked uh, as an Apple technician mm. uh, in my hometown. But in Yen Shipping, my job is to be a... Um, I don't know what the definition is in English. Like, how do you actually say the job? Uh, Can you, like, describe, like, what you do or whatever? Yeah. So I'm uh, basically just helping a person live their life. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. So I, I, I just do the stuff that he can't do. Oh, man, actually, I know someone who has, like, a very similar job to that. Mm. Bolender, who also lives in Yonchoping. Oh, yeah, shit, that's probably true, yeah. I think he does that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Man, have you ever met up with Bolen? I haven't, but we did talk about it. He was going to come to uh, two of my poker tournaments, yeah. but he didn't show up to he, either one. He's, man, it's very typical of Bolen, to be honest, here, <laughs> if you know him. But, uh... <laughs> yep. But flip, man, it's it's too bad, bro. Cause like I'm, cause like from my perspective, I'd be like, mm. okay, man, I know someone who also lives in the same city as I, as mm. I do. Man, I would a billion percent like arrange like a meetup, dude. But I'm surprised, yeah. You know, you've yet to like, you know, even figure out meeting up with each other, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty shy person, so I oh, okay. I, I have like uh, I don't go out of my way. To meet up with people. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, guess, I guess that makes sense, too. I mean, I think Bulin's also kind of the same. 
Mm. So, you know, you kind of like counter up each other, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Flip, man. Massive. But how was like your, your summer, summer vacation there? I think it was really awesome. Uh, we have like this summer house, mm-hmm. um, which my, my mom and uh, her husband owns. And uh, we have a beach and no one comes to that beach, even though it's not like an actual private beach. It's essentially a private beach because no one comes there. And it's such a good beach too. And the, the view is amazing from the from the summer house and everything. Yeah. I remember during Couch Cup, dude, like, uh, or, 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 or I don't know, but you did like a face cam thing once. You streamed with face cam once. Yeah. From your summer home. And, yeah. uh, and man, I saw like the background and it's like, it's huge windows. And you yeah. see like the the trees and everything, dude. Yep. And it looked like insane, nice, bro. I was kind of like really like jealous, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I actually love it. It's pretty much paradise. Really, um, flip. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous, bro. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of Swedes. Like this is something I've noticed with a, lo- a bunch of Swedish people, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of Swedish people have like uh, they have like summer homes or whatever that they go to with their parents. Yeah. yeah, it's Very, actually pretty common, especially up yeah. north. Uh, the further north you get, the, the more common it is to actually have one. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, you know, Sweden's like a wealthy country and whatever, and people have, mm. you know, people got money, dude. So, but yeah, uh, it's a wealthy country, and there's also tons of like just open space to build your yeah, summer house. A bunch of like, yeah, like small <laughs> population in a huge country, right? Yeah, we're a pretty big country. Yeah. So, so it kind of kind of makes sense, but flip, man, that must be nice, dude. Anyways, moving on from that, man, I kind of want to start off talking about you know how I kind of like know you, dude, right? Yep. So, man, we first like I think we were first introduced to each other during uh, you know in January, basically, dude, when Sweden Cup mm-hmm. was happening, and well, I didn't really know much about you, but the thing with Sweden Cup. Because I was like commentating basically all the matches in Sweden Cup. Yeah. And I guess you like noticed me or something, dude. Yeah. And then like I began to notice that, you know, some guy called Skizmatron in the chat, you know, does like Brunito and like Polk Champ or something, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> man, who is this, dude? <laughs> but yeah. that that's like, that's something I started noticing, dude. And, mm. um, and yeah, so Sweden Cup happened. And then we moved on to like Swedish Draft Cup, dude. Yeah. And you were actually playing in Swedish Draft Cup. Uh, and, uh, you know, then I, I started noticing you even more, dude. I was like, oh man, this is the guy who says like Bernito Pockchamp, dude, when I commented. Mm. Mm. And, and I was like, uh, you know, and then like we actually like spoke in the VC for the first time, dude. And we yeah. played like the Scribilio thing, man. Oh yeah, yeah, shit! Those dude, the scribble IO evenings. Yeah, the, I kind of miss those. Really, Matt, I, I wasn't that big of a fan, dude, just because like <laughs> I felt so like out of place because I didn't oh, know shit. any of the maps. I couldn't like draw anything. It was super difficult, man. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can yeah. see that. Yeah, but Flint, dude, I imagine you took like a. You said you said that you actually like put every single one of those maps like yourself and like. A girl yeah. called Casey, right? Who was also involved in the tournament. Yes. Flip. But uh, you know, yeah. 
it was it was pretty fun actually dude i do i do like i, I did think it was pretty fun and, and i think i think what happened with, with, with uh, swedish draft cup dude is yeah. I, I don't know if you felt it man during swedish draft cup but i, I felt like in swedish draft cup because of like the environment of the tournament like the vibe or something mm-hmm. you know it was it kind of like became like a, a way to like make new friends bro you know yeah a way to like make new friends new friendships it's it, it kind of felt like all right it's, it's just a tournament tournament you know with 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 just a bunch of friends dude. yeah and uh and then yeah it, i mean that was like certainly the case for me man it's like i became i became like friends with like psycha with like you then later on recut and whatever dude yeah yeah brings people together yeah it, bringing people together man that was like the that was like the beauty of like Swedish, mm. Swedish uh, draft cup, bro. And that's kind of like how I how I kind of like know you. I think I think we kind of like became a you know kind of like friends like on and off. Mm. We, we played like um, we played like what's this game called? Push the button, bro. The alien game oh, in yeah. Jackbox. Yeah, <laughs> Man, that game is insane. Ins- Man, wait, you you played Among Us, right? Yeah. And man, you told me you told me before that we both kind of agreed that Among Us looked kind of trash there. That like yeah. you know it, it didn't seem that fun. But mm. I saw that you played it recently, man. What do you think about the game? Um, I think it's kind of cool. The servers are really bad, so like we had to wait ten minutes today to even start playing just because of server issues. Wait, really? Uh, yeah. I mean. But- uh, it the seems game like the kind is of actually game. pretty nice, and and uh, what I really like about it is that you can the um, you can redefine the rules and the settings as much mm. as you want as the host. So so if um, if the imposters or the traitors are bad at the game, you can kind of buff them to make them better. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I noticed that too, man. But I was gonna say that uh, it seems like uh, Among Us is like the kind of game that like was made. You know, and was never like intended to become as big as it's as it's become, yeah. dude. And that's yeah. why like the servers are trash. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the developers said themselves as well that it's come to a point where they can't even just add more servers. It's too late for that. It's too many people. Totally. So they're just designing a completely new Among Us instead, and gonna release that pretty soon. Or they're gonna make like instead a whole fix- new Among Us. Thing? Yeah, they're gonna make an Among Us two instead of fixing Among Us one because it's too much to fix, basically. Wait, really? Man, that's kind of yeah. like, fuck, man. I already like bought Among Us one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually buy it. I just play on the phone. It works. Oh, fun. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's free on mobile, so it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. That's the case of the game, dude. Makes it a lot easier, much more much more uh how do i say this bro accessible accessible exactly for people to play because like basically er- basically everyone can play it dude you know on pc or yeah. not exactly yeah. uh as long as you have because you can't really use the chat function on the phone reliably oh okay so you kind of need to be in a group with voice chat but otherwise i, I think it's great but matt <laughs> i personally think like I played Among Us, and it's I. I think, dude. You know, yeah. I I personally think that the fucking you know push the button and Jackbox, mm. I think that's more fun, man. What do you think? 
I think um, just because you get like more interactions, like more often in push the button, and also more like frequent, and and uh, uh, like the amount of interactions is also like bigger. Yeah. Uh, it's not so much focus at the gameplay, more of the politics of it all. And and I think in that regard, push the button is just so great. Yeah, I Among think... Us does have like the gameplay aspect where you can yeah. like, kill people stealthily. And I think it's really fun to play as the imposter, but as a crewmate, um, I would much rather prefer push the button. Yeah, as a crewmate, I think it's kind of lame, dude. Because like you just mm-hmm. go around, you do like your tasks and whatever. You just run yeah. around and then you randomly someone dies. You know, you need to figure out, oh man, who did you see here? Who did you see there? But I don't mm. know. I, I think I think I don't know, man. Like uh, I I don't like Among Us as much, basically because of what you said, right? Like yeah, the lack of interactivity, uh, and like push the button. We're like always talking, dude, discussing, and uh, mm. I feel like it's much it's much more easier to like lie, right? Yeah. A lot a lot easier to get away with stuff. But that's kind of like the thing with Among Us as well. When you mm. when you play imposter man, because it's much harder to get away with shit. You know, you, there's like a thrill to it, right? Yeah, there's like a thrill of like of like doing something and trying to get away with it, dude. And uh, in push the button, is it feels much more secure to get away with stuff because you can like you know if you're alien, mm. you can like hack shit and whatever. Yeah, the hacking stuff uh, makes it. I mean, just so much better. I think. <laughs> Yeah, dude. The flip, man. I wish more people agreed, bro. Because, like, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to get people for for push the button. But, man, yeah. everyone is playing Among Us, soon. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, even despite the servers being completely trash. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I haven't had many issues with the, with the servers personally, bro, but... I imagine yeah. like every day is it's more and more issues. I mean, I tried joining today, and like like I said, it literally took ten minutes to even start playing. Mm. So, I mean, and and with which gang do you like? Do you usually play your stuff with like you know the gang I know, the Umeo gang? Uh, yeah, I usually play with the Umeo gang. Uh, if I don't play with them, I play with my brother and his gang. Hmm. So, th- so those are like uh, you know your your group of friends online that you play games with, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm I mostly play games with the Umo gang. Hmm. Uh, it's just with Among Us, uh, a lot of other people have shown interest, so I started playing with them as well. But you know, I think that the um, I remember you told me a story about like a long time ago. Hmm. Well, not a story. You just told me how like uh, you know, you and Couch found mm. each other on Austin. I think it's super oh, interesting, yeah. bro. <laughs> that was I, actually so funny. I think it's super hilarious, dude. Yeah. Because I just logged in one day, right? And I was I was just playing. I've, I've been playing for like two weeks or something. And I get a message. Hey, are you Simon? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm Simon. Who's asking? Oh, it's me, Tintin, your cousin. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Man. And uh, he didn't have to specify that it's, you know, my cousin, Tintin. Because who else is called Tintin Man, in real life? I know Couch is, like, super, <laughs> like, I don't know, secretive with that, like, you know. Yeah. He's not very explicit with with, with, with revealing his name, dude. But, you know, all, everyone around him, like, you know, calls him Tintin. Tintin. Yeah. 
and man flipped it. It's a very truly a unique name. I have to say, dude, truly a unique name. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of people called yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, inevitably, man. Whenever I think about like couch, like Tin Tin, dude, like yeah. the name Tin Tin, I think of like the comic, dude, like the Belgian oh, yeah, comic. Chill. You know it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. I know it. Rastapopoulos man. and uh, all the other guys. Yeah, man. I, I love that fucking comic when I was a kid, dude. I had like the, you know, like the dog. Yeah. Man, I have, I have like a huge like plushie. Oh, really? That I bought in in Belgium, bro, of that dog, dude. It cost me like 50 euros, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I was actually uh, by the, you know, the, the super big Tintin building in Belgium when I was uh, traveling there with my band. Wait, really? Yeah. We didn't play either, but we played pretty close. Man, you know, given that, bro, given that actually, um, you know, with, with your gang, do you mean like, do you mean like uh, playing like Hearthstone and stuff like that, dude? Oh, no, no. My my musical band. Uh, wait, wait. You have a musical band, bro. I didn't know I this, used actually. To. I used to. <laughs> I play the trombone. You play the trombone, man. Yeah. Yo. Man, why don't you, like, show me, like, some of the music you have, like, later there or something? Because, uh... I don't flip. think we have a lot on YouTube. Uh, but I can, I can maybe look something up. And, like, ar around, like, what time was this even, dude? Oh shit! Uh, I stopped playing when I was nineteen, maybe. Oh, okay. so this was maybe seven, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Holy man, this is kind of like, kind of like you know, it, it's one of those things that like I, 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 you know, would have never guessed of someone, dude. When you said yeah. I went there with my band, I was like, oh, it's just a yeah. group of friends. That's what I was thinking, dude. <laughs> no, no, it's like an actual band. Yeah, 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 we went on two tours, uh, one to uh, Belgium, where I also got hit by a bus, another cool story. Wait, what the f- uh, Yeah, a bus ran me over. <laughs> and uh, the other tour was in um, Italy, we went to uh, um, Bologna. Man, that's kind of like cool, bro. That's like super cool, actually. Mm. Huh. And what did you like, what did you like do there, dude? Just play music just and play? hang out and have fun, yeah. And then you go to like, uh, like, like, how were like the little concerts, man, or a big concerts? I don't know. Like, uh, we played in like weird places, uh, but we had like yeah, one or two every day, and we played at uh, an international school. We played at uh, a big ass church. Wait, wait, an international school in Belgium? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? What, what was it called? Dude? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think there was mostly uh, northern people there, though, like Swedish, uh, Norwegian, because like, because like I went to like, because um, I went to Belgium a few years ago for like, because yeah. uh, I used to be into like theater and stuff like that. Okay. And there was like a festival for theater or whatever ah. in Brussels, right? Yeah. And and you know it was hosted in an in an international school. It was called like the British. British international school, something whatever, dude. But it was a British. Okay. And yeah. it was an international school. So I was thinking, I was like, oh man, maybe maybe you went like there, dude. You know, would have been interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but we were in Brussels. Flipped. I and think. And, and what was the name of your band, dude? Uh, that's a secret. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. 
I, I don't know why I kept it a secret in the first place, but now it's like I, I've told so many people it's a secret that I just I did. Now it's just a secret. Yeah, it's just a secret, bro. <laughs> yeah, but man, but like, man, it's like so like weird to keep secret, bro, because it was like a super public thing before, and uh, now yeah. people don't know. Yeah, my I mean I guess part of me is embarrassed. Right, really. And uh, part of me is like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was such a long time ago. Uh, mm. I mean, I guess I like, don't think the band defines me in any way anymore. Mm. So it's like whatever, I guess. I, I guess, I guess, when it's like stuff like that that happened super long ago, you know, you you just kind of like uh, inevitably becomes you know cringy to yourself or whatever, yeah, or embarrassing because that's the kind of like the deal with me that. When I look back at myself doing like stuff like years ago, I'm like, "Fuck, man, why did I do that?" <laughs> mm. So I don't know if that's like the same feeling for you, dude. But uh, but man, can I at least know what kind of music you did, bro? Classical. Oh, you did classical music. Mm. Man, that's like super like interesting, bro. I really like classical music, but I wouldn't expect it from you. Oh, really? Yeah. I love classical music. It, it, it runs in my family too, because my grandpa. He has like a Wikipedia page because he was a conductor back in the day. Wait, really? Yeah. Man, that's like super like interesting, dude. Huh. And my, my dad is also an artist. Uh, he had uh, one of the top songs, like a number one song on radio in uh, the Netherlands, like way back. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, man, that sounds like <laughs> super, super cool. It's It's that's- a Swedish song, so... I, I don't and I don't know what the name of the song is because he doesn't want to tell me. Oh, so it's kind of like you then. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> we're very similar. Man, I kind of noticed with you, dude, that like, mm-hmm. I and and it kind of like connects with like your family or whatever. There's always like seems to be like this you know little amount of like little things that are like mm-hmm. really like great, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not very like, uh, you know, they're not they're not like. Uh, shown too often if you know what i mean bro for mm. example like your hearthstones like career or whatever you know yeah that's like i feel i feel like it's not something you like bring up way too much dude but mm. it's like a super interesting little thing or not little thing you know big thing about yeah. you you know and, and inevitably you know it, it kind of makes me think like man whoa this guy's like a famous dude or something you know mm that's like the that's like um <laughs> the impression I got from you in the beginning, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you also you also like do like a game as well. Mm. And whatever. So it seems like the impression I get of you is that you're you're a very like inspired guy to like do stuff. Okay. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, sure. What do you what do you agree with that, dude? Uh yeah, I guess a little bit at least. Uh, uh yeah, I mean like regarding Hearthstone, yeah. I really and and uh, other things as well. Um, I've been the most arrogant kid ever for a while. And, uh, mm. like I had to learn the hard way, uh, like what people appreciate in conversation and what people don't appreciate. Um, so there's a lot of things that I keep to myself, even though it probably wouldn't hurt to bring it up, mm. but I just want to like be humble. You want to be humble. Yeah, like, I think you're a very humble guy, dude. You know, and you're mm. very modest as well. But, uh, but flip, I, 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 I guess, like, 
I guess you, you, you weren't always like that, dude. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I found like one of these, you know, Facebook memories, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, a post from the Hearthstone Swedish community. And I had posted like a deck I made. And I was so proud of it. I did really well. I took like top 10 legend in a day with it. And uh, this guy commented, Oh, well, this deck looks like someone else's deck. Uh, why do you have this instead of that? Uh, what the and fuck? I just told him, do you even know who I am? Shut oh, the fuck dude. up. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and I, 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 even, I even said like, I don't blame you for not knowing who I am. Matt. Like I was so full of myself. Matt, I, like if, if you were, if I saw you like post that, like now I would yeah. think you're like trolling, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can definitely still say these things when I'm trolling, but I'm never yeah. serious about it. Yeah, but I, but but were you serious then when you said that? Dude? Yes, hundred percent. Holy, hundred percent. I was super serious, Matt. You know, I I kind of think that I was kind of the same actually before, bro. I used to be super arrogant, man. Even though I wanted mm. to like, I wanted to show myself as being a modest and humble guy, but yeah. deep inside. You know, I'm like insane arrogant, dude. Like super full of myself, dude. But you know, I, I, yeah. I, I you know, I think, I think I'm not that way anymore. Uh, not a hundred percent sure, bro. I mean, it's been a while since I've had one of these thoughts, but I, I used to go when I'm like going on a bus or something. I was usually thinking to myself, man, all of these people, they don't even realize how good I am. <laughs> Dude, I used to have like the same exact <laughs> thoughts, bro. I'm like, man, I'm so underappreciated. I'm so great, yeah. bro. But people don't see it. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it's kind of like a good and bad thing, I think. Mm. I, I think it's good to like, you know, think, you know, to think, you know, good of yourself. Dude. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, you know, you also got to face reality. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's just like uh, everyone has issues. Everyone is also like talented in some way, right? Yeah, and exactly. And you can't just go into a group of people and assume that you're the best. Yeah, you might you be the best in some way, but every single one of these people is going to be better than you in something else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, bro. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's something. It's something like, I don't know, it's something interesting for sure. And I think a lot of people actually like, you know, might feel this way, bro. But uh, mm. I don't know. I don't, I'm just kind of speaking for myself, man, because I'm kind of like assuming that like, okay, I felt this. So probably, probably more people, you know, a lot of people have felt this, dude, but maybe yeah. I'm completely wrong. But I mean, I think that. it's like either, either way, right? Because there's a ton of people that no matter where they are, they feel useless. Mm. And then there's like people who who I was before, and no matter where I was, I I felt superior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, but then there's a middle ground that is pretty harsh to reach, in my opinion. And where would you say you you are now, then? Well, I'm still uh, above uh, the middle ground. I I'd say, because mm. uh, I still have some things that. I feel like I'm un in uncontested <laughs> still, <laughs> um, but I I I don't really bring it up anymore. Uh, um, yeah. So it's kind of like things you keep to yourself. You're not mm. really like bragging about stuff. Yeah. 
man. Flip. I think I think I'm kind of the same to be honest. I'm kind of like middle ground up. <laughs> mm. A little bit. But uh yeah. Anyways, man, I kind of want to yeah, I want I want I want to talk about something a little bit bigger about you, bro. Something like like uh well, as My I stomach? mentioned before. Wait, what? My stomach? <laughs> Your stomach, dude. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm playing. I'm playing. Holy. <laughs> No, I was going to bring up Hearthstone because that seems yes. to be kind of like, you know, you're kind of like background brand image, dude, right? Mm. Hearthstone. Yes. And uh, I even like looked up, you know, Schisma Throne and like, mm. you know, I get like all the links, man, with like the esports things, dude, with your team and whatever. And yeah. like, I saw some YouTube video and you're like in an in like a group like video call with like other people talking about Hearthstone. Mm. And I was like, man, this guy's like insane, bro. Mm. And uh, I don't know, man. I mean, like, like how was Hearthstone, bro? Like your career, man, even. Yeah. Uh, so I had a very different approach to everyone regarding Hearthstone. Hmm. Uh, but I, I can start from the top, right? Because uh, uh, one day I was playing a lot of Magic the Gathering. Uh, I entered in tournaments, but I, I hadn't played for very long. But I won my first championship in Magic when I was I played for six months. Uh, I was like 16 years old or something. Hmm. And uh, Hearthstone was announced. And I was like, okay, man, I'm going to sign up for the beta and I'm going to become the best in the world. Man, was that like, was that actually what like, you were thinking, bro? You're going to become yes. the best player. Yes, that was what I was thinking. Um, usually I don't have the attention span to keep playing something to become the best. Um, but as long as I'm better than my friends, I'm happy. Right. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of the same to be honest on that one. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to that, even though yeah. they don't want to admit it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I got the beta when I was at a magic tournament and I just kind of lost focus of that because I just wanted to go home and play Hearthstone at that point. I played Hearthstone like literally day in and day out. I made spreadsheets. I made like statistics from myself. And I remember I had such a crazy like uh, Excel document that showcased everything. Um, and like all of my stats are still there. Really? Uh, I can still find them today. Yeah. Um, and I had over a thousand wins in like two months. And that's not including losses, which was probably around the same, which meant I, I had already played like a thousand hours. Man, that's kind of like, it's kind of like, like insane, insane, you know? <laughs> yeah. Holy, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of psychotic ish. <laughs> uh, but I had a lot of fun. At first, uh, grinding the ladder and becoming, you know, the the legend rank, I was one of the first hundred people getting it. Mm -hmm. um, but then grinding just stopped being fun because tournaments started existing and there was daily tournaments. And I, so I, I just stopped playing at all, like except for the tournaments. I would only play tournaments. And uh, I was not good still. Like I was pretty bad. I'm, mm. I'm going to be honest. Like, I took Legend rank, but you didn't really need to be good at that point to get there. You just needed to play a lot. And uh, 
I played with like a lot of the big names like Orange and Ustkaka and uh, uh, some other guys uh, that are still big today. Um, but I was I was clearly worse than all of them. All right, so you're like uh, a level below. Like yeah, those. or two or three. <laughs> Holy, okay. Uh, but there was one guy uh, who uh, joined our like friend group called Shakruna, and he's a Danish guy. And without him, I would never have become good at Hearthstone because he had like a way to explain certain dynamics of the game. And he gave me the idea that you don't need to rush things. You have time to think and you can do crazy shit as long as you have a plan with it. And I was, I was bringing the craziest decks no one was ever playing. And I was winning tournaments after I started to practice with them. So you had like decks that like... That were like you know not not very common or yeah yeah I I had decks that literally no one brought to the tournament and no one had ever seen in tournament play ever hmm. uh, with crazy like concepts so d- do you play any card games do you know what a mill deck is man I I, I don't play card games dude the, the okay. only card game I used to play as a kid was like Yu Gi Oh man on my PC yeah. dude but then okay like, well in uh, yeah. so let's let's draw this example then in Yu Gi Oh you need to deplete the life points right you have like yeah, 8000 yeah. and you need to get your opponent to zero um the way you do that is just by attacking and, and using spells or whatever and dealing the damage but with my deck in hearthstone my goal was to deal absolutely no damage and just survive your opponent and draw them out make them empty their deck and as soon as their deck is over they have nothing to do so you win automatically what was that was your strategy bro so like yeah. just survive, yeah. Holy man, I would like never like expect. That, and you bro. needed like some really good like mathematical skills for for both probability and and uh, shit like that to even pull it off. And a lot of people that I played with said that this is probably a good deck, but I'm never gonna learn it because mm. I don't want to. Like they, they're not like. it's too hard maybe but it's also just it takes a lot of understanding for like about the mathematics of it to Mm. to grasp the deck Uh, because you had to know exactly what your opponent's deck was and you had to like calculate what they're gonna do calculate the odds of everything and and then like always have an ace up the sleeve and and is that what you did bro yeah that's what i did that's kind of like that's kind of like really insane, man. So did you like research their, their like decks before? Yeah. Oh. We had a, a, another Excel document that logged uh, every single top player's decks uh, from ranked. Uh, like we, we, we would log uh, it ourselves and their nicknames and everything. And we would log like uh, behavioral patterns and how people play. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Matt, you were in like, it to win next, it then, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we would log like every single card that people could potentially have in their deck. And every so, like, time I play versus someone, I would make like a read that, okay, they're probably bringing this version of the deck because they're this type of player and, and this is like whatever. And meanwhile, no one could ever read me because I was always doing the funky shit. Matt, so you're like predicting their like thought processes and whatever, dude. Sometimes it did not end up well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine. I'd imagine because, like, obviously, you know, you can't just. Sometimes I was everything. very wrong. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, but how often did it how often did it like actually work out? I mean, it worked out often enough. Uh, my my uh, favorite deck, the one that I told you about earlier, the the one I call a mill deck for the druid class, uh, has actually never lost a single tournament match. Well, that's kind of insane, dude. Uh, I think I brought it to 20 different tournaments. But man, wait, so you've been to 20 tournaments then, dude. Well, that's kind of like way more than I thought. Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> man. How many, how many bro? <laughs> okay. Ballpark number, I don't know. Uh, it's been so many that I can tell you right now, I've deleted over 5,000 screenshots of game victories in tournaments. Wait, 5,000, dude? Yeah. And that means uh, the amount of tournaments is well over the hundreds. Probably probably 500 to 1,000. Like, there was daily tournaments for a while. I entered all of them. That's a bit more than just fucking insane, man. What the fuck? There was like, a time when the World Championships, they had uh, three tournaments a day, and I played in every single one of them, and it was in Asia time zones, America time zones, and European. So I would sleep. As soon as I lost, I would sleep for like three hours so I could start playing the next tournament. <laughs> holy shit, dude. <laughs> Man, but you were like super into tournaments then, dude. Yeah, yeah. Holy. I had no time for anything social. Like So like... At that point of your life, you know, those years of playing Hearthstone, do you like mm. just see, like, do you, do you just see those years as, the, as like the Hearthstone years? Dude? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how it, I'd imagine it, because given how much, how much attention you gave to the game. Mm. Holy shit, man. I never got into the game, Hearthstone, dude. Just yeah. because I was never really too into playing card games on my PC, bro. I always mm. thought card games were more fun on you know in real life yeah i i definitely agree with that but i've kind of like began to like see the uh appeal more of Mm. card games because like man well fuck dude you know you can't play in real life so so what do you do you're just going up your seat dude and and card games are fun bro but uh i'll see if i'll ever like get into it man like Mm. i want to get into like pokemon dude pokemon the trading card game dude Uh, i actually never played that really yeah, I only played Magic, Hearthstone, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, man, to be honest, I want to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh because I fucking loved Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid, yeah. bro. It, like an insane amount. And I want to get into the Pokemon trading card game because I never, I never got into it. I mm. had like, I had like the cards as a kid, and I didn't yeah. know how the fuck to play, dude. We like, I play with my friends and we just make up the fucking rules. Yeah, and uh, it kind of sucked, man, because that way. We, uh, cause like we would bet our, our like, you know, best cards. Dude. Oh shit. Of like made up rules. And I had like my yeah. Blaziken GX, whatever the fuck. And I was like, man, this card is sick. And then like, I lost it because of like oh. bullshit or, or like, cause we didn't know how to play. Yeah. So I don't know. It kind of, it kind of, it was kind of, it was kind of fucked, bro. But man. I mean, yeah, I, I lost uh, cards in Yu-Gi-Oh as well. I lost uh, a set of Exodia. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. That kind of that, that, that actually super sucks, man. What the fuck? Because I actually pulled them from booster packs. <laughs> and uh yeah. Never lucky, I guess. Yeah. 
man, man, are you are you down to play the Pokemon trading card game with me, bro? Yeah, sure, man. And we and we learn it together, man. Because I think that'll be, that I think that could, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah, we could do that actually later. I don't know, mm. but we do it, bro. Fuck, man. But dude, going back to Hearthstone, man. You know, I kind of want to talk a bit more about your peak in Hearthstone, bro. Mm-hmm. Right when you won like that championship in Sweden. Yeah, man. Well, fuck it. Like you know, how was that, bro? <laughs> uh that was kind of crazy to be honest um <laughs> i'd imagine i imagine it was insane because like i would never yeah. expect to like meet anyone being the champion of anything bro but here you are you know um because i was playing that was at a time where i had already had played for like three years or two years yeah about two years and um I had I was like at my peak like in general I was so good at the game, uh, and I would argue that I was best in Sweden at that point, which obviously the title implies, but it's still a card game, right? Yeah. Um, I was just I don't know I don't know like the place I did. I got like compliments after the the match. Where like pro players would say, "Holy shit! I didn't actually see that option." Um, and I, I remember because the 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 Swedish national championships was laid out in eight different tournament qualifiers, so you had like eight chances to qualify, and I didn't qualify for the first three. Holy! But in the okay. fourth one in the qualifier, I just said, "Okay, man, I'm just gonna you know." not try to innovate new shit this time around. I'm going to play something that I know works and just put a small twist on it instead. And, it and with that deck, I, I pretty much, like, I didn't need more decks than that deck because in, in that format, you had, like, three different decks. And as soon as you lose, you switch to the next one. Hmm. But I just swept every single person. Man, fuck, dude. Man, I, I imagine then you must have felt mm-hmm. like insane great, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ima- like, what, what was the feeling of like going up to the stage to like receive a trophy, bro? And they say your name, oh, Schizmatron or whatever. Dude, dude yeah. man, in the, in the grand finals, I had to stay calm somehow because the nerves were like insane. Uh, I, <laughs> you know that when you feel the shills uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you're like shaking and shit and you can't really think because you all, all you think about is like oh my god I'm so nervous that was me but I had <laughs> I had played a song on repeat I do this to condition my brain I play a song on repeat for days weeks on end when I practice so what I did on the grand final stage is that I sang that song you sang that song to like yourself. Yeah, I sang that song. I didn't hear anything because I had like noise canceling headphones or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was singing and you could see it on the camera that my lips were moving and shit. And I kind of looked very autistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I was singing. I was trying to not cry because uh, I made a mistake and I almost lost. Holy shit, dude. Um, but I got lucky and, and my opponent... Uh, just didn't get the win. He had like a, at the end he had a uh, 20, 25% chance to just draw the right card and win the tournament. Because uh, we were 2-2, game of five, last draw. 
uh, he didn't get it. And then you, and then you won, bro. And then I won, and then I won, and and as soon as I saw the last card he had, I like, like took my jacket off and just screamed into the air. I was so fucking hyped, man. <laughs> Dude, I I'd fucking imagine, bro. And then, <laughs> and then like, and then like you know you beat him. It says yeah. victory on your screen, on your screen. Yeah. And what do you feel? Dude, I didn't have time to feel anything because the, the, like, the crowd was fucking huge. I had never imagined it being that big of a crowd. Like It was like a Swedish national championship in Hearthstone. I felt like there's another Hearthstone event going on at DreamHack at the same time, uh, which is like the main Hearthstone event. But there were so many people watching, like six, seven hundred people live in the audience and and i'm sitting there like just one and i want to shake hands with my opponent but he's he's tilting he's salty he doesn't want to shake hands with me and the the announcer just comes by and says hey come here (laughs) this is sensory overload like i didn't feel like the victory for real i think Mm. until like days passed after days you realize you know what what had happened dude but fine yeah I remember I went to the after party and I danced so much, but I didn't feel anything in my legs or my feet. But the morning I had blisters all over my feet. What the fuck? But I I just didn't feel them in the evening, probably because of like the adrenaline. I guess it's just the insane amount of adrenaline there. Yeah. Fuck, man. But yo, you went up the stage, you got the trophy and like everyone looks at you clapping, whatever. Mm. everyone looking looking at you as a winner bro yeah my friend also uh, came up to stage uh i told him hey man come up here and we hugged like on stage and uh, logitech uh which was my sponsor at the time took this super high picture of it really yeah it's it's actually a really good picture i had it for a profile picture on facebook for i think it i think it's so cool that like like a company like Logitech sponsors you, bro. I would like never imagine having like a team in anything. And then, and then like a company, like like an actual, like, you know, known company sponsors you. Yeah. And you know, what what a nice picture, bro. Holy. That's actually like super hype with the trophy there too, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. No, that looks insane, (laughs) man. You can really tell, like, the environment, like, in that picture, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I should have got on a haircut before the match. <laughs> I, I, I noticed in the picture, man, you do have a lot of hair. <laughs> yep. But, uh, I don't know, you're looking very typically like the sw- the typical Swedish gamer, bro, you know? Mm. You got the facial hair, the you know, and the, you know, the long hair, the glasses. Yep. You know, the forehead, bro. Everything's Swedish, dude. The forehead thing was a joke, by the way, dude. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. fuck, bro. But man, yeah, that's that's kind of like uh, it's. I've been chasing a similar high, honestly, since that match of mm. thirty grand finals. Because it's it's gonna it's be an hard indescribable to achieve, feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be. I don't. I don't think even I've like ever felt whatever the hell you felt, dude. Because I never yeah. like wanted anything like this, dude. This is like this is completely different than like than like you know anything else I I I've experienced. So mm. this is fucking insane. 
But fuck, dude, you won. And you had your Hearthstone team as well, right? During that time. Yeah. And man, actually, what I what I what I kind of want to ask there is like, you know, what what stopped you playing Hearthstone? Well, after this, I felt like I was done. That you peaked and you want to, you know, that like you I, finished no, the game. Like, yeah, I finished the game. I I I killed the end boss. Hmm. I was I was done. Like I I wanted to uh, do something else because I I had I had done what I set out to do, and to set a new goal. I don't know. It it didn't really feel as inspiring at that time because uh, if I had previously set a goal that okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and this and this, but like the Swedish national championship was such a big step that I felt like I had reached whatever I set out to do in the first place. Hmm. I mean, so after that, I just lost like passion for the game. I I couldn't play tournaments daily anymore. It was way too much. Like I got burned out from it because it wasn't fun anymore. Hmm. Uh, I won one more tournament after that. Um, I just teamed up with a couple of friends for fun. It was a three versus three tournament. Uh, we just had fun and and we trolled the entire tournament and we just put in stupid shit and we somehow won it. <laughs> <laughs> what and the that was hell like dude? another like another like couple of hundred dollars, I think. Holy. But but you've made like a fair a fair fair amount of like money even, right? Mm. From like Hearthstone and tournaments dude. I think you yeah. told me before. Yeah. Uh I I I made about $7,000 in tournaments and then about the same in coaching as well cuz I did hourly coaching. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, super like did you get like in the Discord or like some dude and be like, "I right, teach me how to play." Pretty much. Huh. I I much. still have a, a user on the website that I used then. <laughs> um but I, I, I think the algorithm tells people to not pick me. That they <laughs> what the fuck? I haven't, I haven't gotten a booking in years. But I did get like a booking in 2018, years after I quit, because I quit playing in 2016, early 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, someone booked me for coaching in 2018. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I guess I gotta download Hearthstone and figure out what the heck the meta is right now. <laughs> <laughs> man and like did you ask him even or was it, or was it just like uh, you joined the discord like I'd, hello alright what do you want to learn bro is that it or did you like actually yeah, like, talk I to mean, him pretty much uh, the model that I do is that they play a game with whatever deck they want to learn or whatever and uh, uh, I just observe what they're doing and then after a game is over I tell them what I saw and uh, what they could do better and in the second game uh, I have them tell me what they are thinking they're gonna do, and then I intervene and say, "No, shut up, do this instead." Holy. And then why? Um, and uh, a lot of players that I coached ended up becoming professional players. Wait, really? Yeah, man, that must that, that must feel like super cool, dude. Like yo, the first time one of my people defeated like one of the pro players, like top ten in the world, I was actually super happy for him. Really. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, I'd imagine that's like that must feel like pretty pretty sick, dude. Mm. Fuck, man. But Matt, 
besides Hearthstone, like, you know, what, what other games have you, like, super got on into? Because I know you're super into, like, Melee. Yeah. Smash Melee. I mean, that's pretty much it, except for Melee and Ozu, uh, it's and Hearthstone. Like, those are my three games, I think, overall. Because um, after Hearthstone, I needed, like, the new high, right? I needed a new game to grind. Mm. And Melee was just uh, about to pop off in my local city. Uh, we had, like, five or six players, and we played every Wednesday, and... I just decided that, all right, man, I'm just going to put a lot of time into learning the controls for the game. Because in Melee, you kind of need to learn the basics first. <laughs> there is no shortcuts. Wait, so when did you like first start playing Melee? Because the, the impression I would have is that you started playing Melee super long ago on the GameCube, dude. Uh, well, I guess I did play it as a kid, but... Um, not a lot but so so you only got into it like competitively recently yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah 20 20 just when uh, smash 4 came out smash for wii u i started playing melee again hmm and then I, I i wanted to do the same thing with smash 4 as i did with hearthstone right i wanted to be, become the best uh, smash 4 player hmm. uh, but it, the game was kind of boring and uh, I started playing Melee, and it's like, this game is way more fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. And you actually got... I, I'm kind of surprised, given, given you know, the short, the short like, time span. Because you, mm. you mentioned to me that you're, like, top 20 Sweden. At Ish. least then. Ish. Ish. Uh, Ish. I was definitely on the way of becoming top 20. Uh, I was a hundred percent top fifty, but the 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 difference between a twenty and a fifty at that time wasn't that big. So it's like I could definitely mm. win versus top twenty players, kind of regularly, and I was winning versus like less than top fifty all the time. Matt, um, and do you, do you have a switch, bro? Do you, do you play ultimate? I have a switch, and I played ultimate, but I. I it's very hard to get into another game when you've played Melee, I think. Because mm. that game is just... After you learn how to move your character, which, by the way, takes forever. <laughs> uh, but there's just nothing that is as responsive. Man, you, you have full control over your man, character. You know, I never understood like the, all, all the hype behind Melee, dude. But I never mm. really actually played Melee, to be honest. Yeah. I only played uh the first time I played Smash. First I played Smash Flash, like the first one, super long ago when I was a kid. Yeah. And then um, you know, I got the Wii and I played Brawl, dude. But I never mm. never played Melee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean Melee is basically Brawl, except uh, it's AR ten. <laughs> it's a bro I mean it, it's a lot more <laughs> fast paced then. It's very quick very fast and like the the actions per minute you have to do is above the ones like when we're we're pro players having starcraft hmm it's very very input intensive uh, very fast and and like there's no time for breaks or anything it's very intensive gameplay in general so i mean i i guess for like a competitive fighting game that mm. would be more more ideal, like more fast-paced shit. Because usually, 
Because, like, now, like, I feel like when I look at Smash, I don't think, I, I don't feel like it's a very hard game to learn, right? Mm. It's it's probably, it's probably I think, one of, like, the easiest fighting games to, like, yeah. learn how to play, dude. Yeah. You know, but then you have, like, um, other, like, competitive fighting games. Like, I don't know, do you know the game Skullgirls? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that one is, like, in my opinion, I think that game is so fucking insane hard to learn, dude, with all the combinations. Yeah, super fast pace as well, and uh, I mean, I, 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 the impression I get is that for you know a proper competitive fighting game, you know, it needs to be fast paced, and the other Smash games are not, they're not so much. No, not really. Ultimate is getting close, but the combos are kind of weak. So it's like a lot of sitting in a neutral game or footsies or whatever you want to call it, and uh, trying to get an opening. Uh, and not so much happening after you get that opening. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, but like, if if you make an example, right? If you're playing Street Fighter, and yeah. you want to block an attack, uh, there's pretty much like four options you have. You can actually block it. You can counterattack it. You can fucking jump or whatever. Or you can grab yeah, it or yeah. something, right? You have these options, right? But in melee, you have like what a thousand options and and that's a literal number i think it's more than a thousand wait really yeah because every time you get hit you can influence the direction you get hit in and sometimes it's better to get hit than to actually block it so you can tank the hit di which is the directional influence and and that uses all 360 degrees on the controller and every single degree matters Hmm. So there's actually uh, like a lot of like, and then you could there. also do like uh, fast inputs in the directional DI as well, like the directional input, um, which is called smash directional input, and that's like uh, 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 you flicker and then you move for one frame, you move like ten pixels or five pixels in that direction before you start flying away. And then you could also tilt your shield when you're shielding in all the 360 degrees directions as well, which also matters because the shield doesn't actually cover the whole character, so you must shield in the correct direction. Oh, man, I'm getting a little bit like, <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit like fucking like lost for like this. So, there's so much shit that I would never even like think about when playing yeah. Smash, dude. I'm like, I right, shield, I right. You know, I grab him, boom. You know, like <laughs> it took me months to actually realize that you have to tilt the shield sometimes. Because I was shielding, and I was like, "Why am I getting hit? This is so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. <sighs> Fuck, man. No, but that's kind of like it's kind of like insane, dude. I think. Yeah, the hype I get when I make like a really cool combo in Smash. It's very similar to the ones I got, like in in the Hearthstone tournaments. Mm. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I really enjoy playing that game. And I think. and and I think Smash, it, it's inevitably a much more, well, I don't know, but it, I, I think it's a much more hype game because mm. like it's not a card game. It's like you know, you it, it's much more action packed or whatever you know what yeah. you see on your screen, and you can see like insane shit happen. And uh, I don't know. I imagine like when you pull something off in 
in Smash, it must feel like super great, bro. Yeah, because there's like when when you read your opponent to the degree where it feels like for them, it feels like I'm inside of their brains. <laughs> That's the shit I really love to do. Hmm. What the hell, dude? Fuck At one God. time, I have a friend who's like, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but he's like uh, mentally unstable-ish, I guess. All right. And uh, he told me that he already has enough voices in his head without me reading him in the game. <laughs> and and that comment stuck with me. I thought that was really funny. Matt, what do you think about the player? Because I only know like one professional, like... Uh smash player dude yeah and you 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 definitely i i you can definitely guess who i'm gonna mention because i think this is one of like the more famous ones you know zero oh yeah shit zero yeah yeah the chilean guy dude i know that mm. that's the like the only professional like smash player i know dude yeah he used yeah. to be my favorite player uh very big emphasis on used to be all right uh have you have you seen smash twitter the past months dude i <laughs> have not man at all no. okay man uh well do you like zero i mean i i like when i got when i got into smash ultimate you know i kind of yeah. watch his youtube videos he'd, yeah. he'd, he'd do like his little tier list or like he yeah. you know he'd, he'd show you know what combos you can do with like certain characters and i was like man you know i kind of I kind of like this guy, you know. I, I used to yeah, watch, like, I used yeah. to like follow follow his videos and shit like that. So yeah, I also liked him, and I was like, I also really respected the fact that he worked so hard and won like what was it like fifty live tournaments in a row in Smash Four. Yeah, he was like undisputedly the best. But uh, it turns out, and uh, he has admitted this as well that he's a pedophile. Yay. I I didn't well I didn't know that shit. Dude. Yeah, well now you do. <laughs> Holy. Um. Yeah. He he uh, exchanged messages and pictures with a fourteen-year-old girl when he was like nineteen. Dude, Matt, there's always there's always shit like this happening. Dude. Yeah. I feel it, it happens so often. <laughs> I I I don't know I don't know what the fuck is up, dude. Yeah. There's always like this big name, uh, and they're into like this geeky, geeky kind of games or whatever. Yeah, and they're like respected or whatever, and then and then stuff like this kind of like happens, dude. You know, it comes out. It's it seems like so, you know, unfortunately so common, dude. Yeah, I think I think part of it because it's also like one of these uh, niche communities where where we can see it a lot. Um, I think part of, of it is um, you're actually not growing up in the same way you would normally because normally, right, you would uh, you would get a job and you would uh, hang out with your colleagues at work who is your age. Mm, yeah, yeah, when yeah. When you're yeah. gaming a lot, especially like I'm gaming a lot, like super much with people who are younger than me, right? Uh, yeah. Most of the people I'm gaming with are 20 or 21 or 19. Yeah, yeah. I'm 26, right? And I imagine it's the same because when I was like 18 and gaming, I was I was playing with 15 year olds when I was gaming. Yeah, and I can definitely see that kind of warping your reality. Yeah, that's actually like a really good point, man. Because like it's true. Because like instead of like you know, it's kind of like you remain a kid 
for like forever in that case because you don't move on into adulthood and you get like a you know a normal job and whatever uh you kind of like instead for people like these who like who like make it their career it's kind of like they stay a kid for like you know they, they stay a kid basically they're playing games and I mean, pretty you know, much that's their and, job <laughs> yeah and, and inevitably inevitably they they're fucking you know talking to like a bunch of like uh you know fucking underage people dude you know lots mm. of kids and especially when they have like big platforms like these when they become big they yeah. you know they get a lot they get like a lot of attention from kids who like who like have like fanboyish fangirlish personalities and they admire them and whatever. And, you know, that makes them, you know, it makes it very easy for them to, like, get away with, like, you know, the shit they want to do, bro. And it's fucking, it's, it's scary, bro. Yeah. Oh. I think I think that's part of the reason. You still have to be a special, like, type of person to yeah, yeah, yeah. submit to the desires that you get. Uh, but I think it's definitely a contributing factor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And like, usually, usually this kind of like this kind of like stuff comes out from like a bunch of like Minecraft YouTubers, bro. Mm. You know that that a, a bunch of Minecraft YouTubers turn out to be like pedophiles and whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, man. It's it, actually crazy because like the previous top three players in Smash were all like this, like in Smash Four and Smash fuck, Ultimate. Dude. Yeah. That's so fuck, man. One of the it's biggest so commentators up, for Smash overall is also like properly canceled because he like raped someone at a party. What the who fuck? Who just dude. turned 18 at the time, like that day. And he was like 30 or something. Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's fucked up. And Smash dude. has, it, Smash has done a cleansing of sorts uh i think most of the people that you could consider predators or bad people when it comes to sexual harassment is gone within the smash community i Mm. think most people are uh but i mean obviously in the more local scenes where you're not as known i think uh they might still have some rotten eggs in them dude the thing is inevitably there's probably so much shit that's like still undercover you know yeah because like this stuff comes out of like a bunch of like pedophiles it's probably there's probably way more yeah like undercover than like than like what 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 there seems to be bro that's kind of like fucking that's so fucked up dude what the fuck mm. holy shit man i <laughs> at one point um i was talking to one of the hearthstone players uh, that i was friends with mm-hmm about the uh, rape culture in gaming. Hmm. And uh, he immediately defended every person that has been accused and said, rape culture doesn't exist within gaming. Do you have any proof to say otherwise? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like it exists in normal culture in everyday life with this 50-50 females and males, right? Why wouldn't it ex- exist in Hearthstone or, or gaming where there's like 99% that's, yeah, male? Yeah, yeah, that's true, bro. That's true. Like, inevitably, Presumably, obviously, it it, worse, it's there. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Inevitably, it's there, dude. And when you have yeah. people who get like, you know, who, who gather a bunch of attention, 
mm. right? And, you know, are also super full of themselves and whatever. You know, they 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 kind of feel like they have the power to like get away with shit like that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And people looking up to them and whatever, you know, they kind of feel like they can yeah, they can get away with that shit with like like with people, dude. And it's fine and everything, but but hell. Mm. Fuck, man. That's that's it's so fucked up how common this shit is, dude. Yeah. And like gaming. That's so fucking Yeah. I I worked with two people that I know for sure have either groomed people or uh raped people. Uh and there's more that have been accused but not like confirmed or whatever. And I've I've uh, reported both of them to the police but nothing happened, right? Man, fucking hell, dude. Man, I Honestly, sometimes I wonder why the fuck does this shit happen, dude? Yeah. Like, all 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 you need to be is just be fucking sane, right? Yeah, just <laughs> like that's all you need to be. Just be yeah. fucking sane, right? Yeah. And don't do that kind of shit, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? I like I I don't understand the thought process of of how people, you know, can you know think that they can do that shit dude i don't mm. know it's fucking it's fucking weird as shit to me dude but fuck it must be insane weird for you for for like knowing people before yeah. and then knowing you were involved with people accused of like that kind of shit dude yeah fucking hell yeah um i mean uh- it's like it's like one of these super awkward interactions, right? Because they're still going to events, and I'm still mm. meeting them at events. Man, I'd imagine. And I have to awkward. say hi to them, and be like, "Hello, how is it going? Okay, I'm gonna go over here now. Bye." Yeah, because like you see them, you talk to them, and you have that in the back of your head all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's. It's insane. For, inevitably, you think about that. I mean, yeah, but the only thing I can really do is like when when we go to like parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink anymore. I haven't drunk anything for like two years, but I still go to parties, right? Yeah. And when I do, uh, and I see that people that I know are kind of weird, champ, uh, are present, right? I always make sure to tell everyone that is like even slightly relevant to be on their radar that these are the type of people that they are. Be careful, please. Mm. And it's really stressing to to feel like I have to do that every single time, but I still feel like if I don't, shit can go bad, right? Yeah, you wanna you wanna stop, you know, potential stuff that to, to happen there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's super fucked up that you know you you feel the need to do that shit even you know mm. you feel the need to have to like fucking protect society bro from these people yeah dude. yeah yeah i mean even if it's people i have no idea about i always make sure that they know about it one way or another even if it mm. has to be like me telling my friend who tells them hmm hmm fuck dude this is uh 
insane messed up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck, man. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> man, we move on from... from yes, like, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. From dark <laughs> stuff, dude. Um, Let's see, man. Let's see. We kind of need to start wrapping things up. Because mm. uh, we're already one hour and 11 minutes in. Yeah. And that's usually when my podcast ends. So... Flip man, let's see. I, I kind of want to end the the episode not not on dark shit like we just yes. previously discussed. Yes. You know, I wanna you know let's let's we can we can bring up something very very briefly. I guess dude. let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, man. Okay, man. Well, I was gonna ask you, what's your favorite juice? Right? I never. I usually never ask that to to any of my guests, dude. <laughs> which is a bit. I've been uh, ironic, I think. But uh Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well there's this like um Swedish tropical juice. Like mm-hmm. there's a Swedish brand called Bravo. Mm-hmm. And they have like the tropical taste. The and tropical I don't know what taste. fruit they shove in it, but it's <laughs> yeah. really good. You don't know what fruit they Matt. I, I think it's like uh uh pineapple and grape. Yeah. I, uh, I mean I'd like imagine that. I'd imagine pineapple has to be guaranteed in there. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Right? And like maybe mango or something, right? And like, yeah, I think mango is in, yeah. Yeah. Maybe passion. I, I just maybe. I just know from like the pictures. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, three different or four different fruits in the pictures. It's like a slideshow on, on the on the box. Mm. Yeah, I think I asked you before though, a long huh. time ago. And yeah, before you gave me a different answer, man. Before you told me passion fruit juice, dude. Uh, I really like passion fruit drinks yeah. in general, but I think yeah. for juice, uh, I would prefer the tropical. But passion all fruit right, soda right. is fucking amazing. Mad passion fruit, I think, is insane. Fucking good, dude. Yeah. And uh, fuck, man, I, I, I wish you, I wish you told me like what fucking, like what passion fruit soda you're drinking, dude, because uh, I've never seen passion fruit soda before. Well, we have it in like every different brand. In Sweden, mm. uh, they sell like passion fruit soda, but it's not like the Coca Cola or anything like mm-hmm. the Coca Cola brand or the 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 one that makes Pepsi. Which one is that? I don't uh, know. PepsiCo or. Uh yeah, um, but we have like yeah, the the Swedish stores like Ika and Coop mm-hmm. and whatever. They have uh, their own sodas that they make them. And every single one of those has passion fruit in, in their lineup. Oh, dude. Man, maybe next time I go to Sweden. Yeah. Oh, you gotta try it. I'll try it, bro. I definitely will. I definitely will go back to Sweden. And man, fuck. I, I don't know if I mentioned this before in my podcast, too, but fuck, man. The thing after Sweden Cup, dude, mm. I've had so much interaction and involvement in the Swedish Osu community. Yeah. That like now I've like I've made like so many friends and whatever man. So like fuck the next time I go to Sweden, mm. it's gonna be fucking insane. I'm gonna meet up with like fucking like I'm gonna go to like a billion fucking places, meet up with a billion <laughs> fucking people. It's gonna be stressful, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man. I think um, I think also like the 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 work you do with your uh, cups, the Bernito cup. Oh yeah, yeah, Bernito cup. Uh, I think the work you do with that is actually amazing because you also like help bring everyone together. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like that's like what I try to do, man. I try like yeah. Um, the first inspiration for Brunito Cup was basically I was like, man, you know what? I'm kind of done with like, you know, tournaments 
where you know you know who's gonna win you know or like mm-hmm. or like everyone's super super like you know good at the game everyone knows what they're doing i yeah. kind of wanted to have like a, a game you know tournaments where people play a game where they don't know what the fuck they're doing right mm. yeah yeah and that's kind of like the whole point of Bruno Cup. And I think that especially kind of like brings people together. I think so, yeah. yeah. But anyways, man, I'm going to start wrapping it up here, dude. Man, yo, thank you for joining the, the podcast, dude. I think this is a really, I, I, th- I think this is a really good episode, dude. I think yeah. I think we had some good discussions and yeah. uh, it's just a good talk, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, also lots of like, lots of like, you know, different topics to bring uh, brought up, dude. Yeah. And uh and fuck man. Uh I think it was a really good episode, episode 14 of, of What's Your Favorite Juice, Schismatron. Finally an Umeo gang member, dude. Even though you don't identify <laughs> I'm not even from Umeo, yeah, man. Man, man. <laughs> I I I still see you as an Umeo gang member, dude. Uh the thing you don't know is that Couch is actually a Schlefte gang member. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fake Umu he's a fake one dude and I think blue one is blue is also a fake one really I think he supposedly is from like definitely another city I don't remember which one if it was like Stockholm or something man. but he's like originally not Umu I think man this is fucked up man. for me like the core Umu gang members dude you know yeah since day one like for me, yeah. I, I see okay, it's couch, it's blue, it's pizza. Yeah. Those are like the, <laughs> the Umeo gang but, members. Uh, right? You can, uh, Masta is Umeo. All right, really? But but he's not like a part of the Umeo gang. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to end it here, bro. Thank you for joining again, man. And, All right, uh, man. And yeah, dude, yo. At the real Brunito, that's where I post my episodes. I don't know if you want to plug in your Twitter, dude. At Schismatron. There we go. It's, uh, very simple. <laughs> At Schismatron, dude. I never post anything. And yeah. if I do, it's to trash on other people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to bring up real, real, real quick, dude. I noticed huh? recently the name Schismatron. Huh? It comes from, it was made up from your name, right? Simon. Then your last name is like Lindstrom, right? Schismatron. No. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no. That's, dude, I, that's what I thought, bro. That's you not combined even- it. It's not even close. All right, bro. Well, fuck. We're, okay, we're, man. Okay, we... man. The nickname Schismatron. I really like the song Schism by the band Tool. All right. And that was my nickname. But then I made a League of Legends account and Schism was taken. So I had to make it like longer and sound cool because I didn't want to be Schism 1337 or something. So I made it Atron. It sounded cooler. <laughs> Wait, so everyone uh, thinks I'm German, so I don't know. Man. Well, fuck them, bro. Anyways, I gotta end it here, man. All thank, right. thank you all for listening to What's Your Favorite Juice, episode 14. And, man, I'll be back in a week from now. You all. Anyways, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.